This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Rachel, how are you doing this morning? I'm sorry, I had the wrong microphone on there. My bad. You're okay. Um, I'm doing very well this morning. How are you? I'm good. It's sunny and uh, pretty looking outside, so I'm in a good mood. Uh, All right, you guys have just been involved in so much. How do you decide, you know, what kind of internal conversations go on about the things that you guys support or don't support? Or, I mean, is there a process that, like, you can give us a sort of, you know, behind-the-curtain peek? Yeah, there's a lot of conversations that go on behind the scenes. And in terms of one of the um, grants that we're giving today, $20,000 to um, Child First Center, that came from a committee decision. So with our Community Works grants this year, we wanted to be a little bit more intentional um, about the funding that we're doing and the grants that we're making. So we convened, you know, this expert committee of people in our community who really wanted to identify some of the great needs right now. And Mm -hmm. um, Child First Center is obviously doing some great work in the community. So they were identified as someone who can really benefit from some funds. All right. So the Child First Center on their website is described as a child advocacy center. We advocate that all children have the right to a safe, nurturing environment free from violence and abuse. Our program strives to ensure that each child's needs are the priority, not the needs of law enforcement or medical providers or attorneys or caseworkers or other systems, but the kid. Yes. And they're serving about 300 kids in Macon and Piatt counties right now. So the, the need is great there. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It uh, really when is. You put a number to it. I mean, mm-hmm. one's too many, but when yeah. you hear 300. Now, they're uh, partially funded through fines collected through the Pyatt County Circuit Clerk and the Macon County Circuit Clerk and then the generosity of donors like the Community Foundation. Yes, and I know that they had had some budget cuts and things that they had experienced recently, so we were really happy that we were able to come in with this funding. So we were able to give them $10,000 from Community Works, and then we had a very generous donor who wanted to match that funding, so they will be getting a check for $20,000. Okay, so they work (coughs) alongside law enforcement and DCFS and the state's attorney's office. If there's kids who have been physically or sexually abused uh, in any way, they're there for those kids. Yeah, they're really that safe person for them to talk to. Um, I, when you're a child who's experienced any type of abuse, it can be very intimidating to maybe speak to law enforcement or maybe even someone in your family. So they conduct a lot of interviews in their office, and they're really just that safe person for them to lean on. And they're with them throughout the entire process. Uh, crisis uh, intervention services, assistance and support in coping with abuse, case management services, including assistance with obtaining medical care, counseling, uh, and other social services, legal advocacy, uh, education and prevention presentations and resources. So their list of services is pretty long. Yeah, it is. And it's really amazing what all they're able to accomplish because when Natalie and I went and saw their office, they're a staff of maybe five or six people. So the fact that they're able to do what they're able to do is really amazing. All right. So what have you learned in the job so far? It's a big world out there. It is a big world. You used out to be there. in a world that was just that world, right? And now you're in a world that's in all worlds. Yeah, it's it's been the best experience. I've been there about nine months now, and to have the opportunity to work with all of our nonprofits and help, you know, identify what their needs are and see what we can do to help them. And our donors are so generous and amazing. So it's been a really great experience. And I look forward to just many more years of continuing to learn and serve the community. All right. So you like it. I love it. Yeah. It's good to be able to just actually 
do something. Yeah, it is. Like, we're actually doing actionable things, like being able to give someone $20,000. Yeah, like, it makes yeah, a big difference. No, but that for goes them. to work immediately. Yes. I mean, it's not a sort of what if or someday there's a cure. It's like right now, we get to do something. Yeah, it's the best part of the job. Yeah, and I assume that's the way your donors feel as well, right? I mean, that they're able to take their money and put it where their passion is. Absolutely. And, you know, even if they don't exactly know where their passion is, you know, we can help them identify that. And that was kind of the case with this match that we got. I mean, they learned what an amazing organization are. And they felt immediately called to want to help them too. All right. MegyncountyGives.org is the website if you'd like to visit. And you don't even have to be a donor to the foundation. They've got a wish list uh, on their website where you can, I mean, like one of the easiest ways you can help one of these places do the job that they do is just go to that wish list and you, and there's price points all over the place, right? Yeah. They really start from $25 all the way up to, I think we have something close to a million right now on there. So any giving range, there's a lot of nonprofits on there. So really if you are passionate about something, you will find something on there to help fund. All right. You, you got gas cards. Mm -hmm. You've got uh, for CASA, for Richland Community College Foundation. You've got, I don't even know what a security door strike is, but you could get uh, that for uh, $1,200 for Prairie Land Service Coordination. Uh, more CASA. You got Salvation Army. Uh, Friends of the Child First Center, uh, they need gas cards as well. Uh, Christmas gifts for patients to the Good Samaritan Inn. There's a storage shed, you know, for the Lincoln Trail Homestead. I mean, it is everything. Anything you could imagine. There's, And they've been updating it a lot lately. So if you haven't looked at it in a while, I would highly recommend you go and check it out. I mean, even it's something, you know, here you go, Nick. You can buy life jackets for kids for the Decatur Family YMCA. $500. Teaching the gift of life, right? Teaching kids how to swim. And saving lives. Yeah. That's easy, absolutely. right? That's an easy one. Uh, all right. All kinds of great stuff. It, like conservation, whatever you might be into. Laptops for making resources. Ride punch card for a foundation. There's all kinds of things. And uh, the men's shelter, you could buy recovery books uh, for people that are there. Uh, folding tables for CASA. You, you don't think at the micro level about this stuff, right? No, Until you, you read the list. Yeah, absolutely. And you find out what somebody's those... wish list is a folding table. Mm-hmm. That's pretty easy to solve. $600, by the way. <laughs> that will get eight of those. Uh, all right. The list is up at makingcountygives.org slash community-wish-list, uh, or just go to the main website, and you can find uh, it as well. So it's really easy just to give right there, right? Yeah, very easy. You can call us or give right there online. All right. Now, the uh, new wheelchairs, that's 100% funded, so you can't do that anymore. Uh, the wheelchair umbrellas, that's 100% funded, so you can't do that anymore because you get to watch the goals get met, right? Uh, Decatur Block by Block needed something, 100% funded. Uh, CASA employees with the seven laptops, 100% funded. So it's kind of fun to keep score as you go along. Uh, Decatur Public Schools Foundation for African-American Biographies and Picture Books, 100% funded. So some of these things have already met their goal. Yeah, and when they meet their goal, we like to leave them up for a while. Absolutely, just it's, it's celebrate. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you can go uh, on the uh, the organization. Okay. So walk me through a day at the Community Foundation. Every day a different day? Every day is a different day. Um, some days it's attending different events in the community. Some days it's a lot of planning and prepping for upcoming events that we're doing. And sometimes it's we've received a funding request, so we're looking at that. And every day is exciting and fun, but it's never, no two days are ever the same. All right. It's good stuff.
Uh, next week, by the way, uh, Natalie will be in with Ricky from the Children's Museum, uh, who's just doing a great job over there, and they've uh, partnered up with some stuff. And then later uh, this month, Rachel uh, will be in with the new CASA executive director that was just hired. Uh, and then uh, Natalie and uh, Pastor Wayne will uh, be going to talk about that Ukraine refugee uh, event that they're putting together, uh, which should be interesting. So every Tuesday you get to hear something just a, a little bit different, uh, but we do it every Tuesday because there's just a thousand stories to tell through the Macon County, uh, the Community Foundation, and uh, MaconCountyGives.org is the website. So tell me your story. Where are you from originally? I'm from here in Decatur, okay, born and raised. Born and raised. Uh, and where'd you go to school? I went to LSA for high school and then went to Richland and Milliken and then Illinois State. Okay, no, wait, hang on a second. <laughs> we gotta go, we got to do this one at a time. LSA just beat St. T, right? Were you excited about that? I did. I was actually at the game. It was a really good game. Um, and it They're was, like legit. I mean, right? It was, yeah, it was it's a very different team than when I was in high school, that's for sure. So it was very exciting to see them. Okay, and so then to Milliken to ISU? I went to Richland for two uh, years. Richland for two years. Yep, and then I went to Milliken for two years to finish my bachelor's. Okay, and then, and then I got my um, master's at Illinois State. In what? Communication. Communication. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and then when did you graduate? I graduated um, from Milliken in 2015, so I got my master's in 2017. All right. And, and then you went right to work for Making Resources? Was that your first gig, or did you well, have something in between? I actually moved to Chicago with my husband for a couple years. He works for ADM, so he got re- relocated for a little while. Right. So I worked up at the University of Chicago, Chicago Medicine up there for a couple years. It was a great experience. And then wanted to move back, be closer to our community and family. So that's when I started working at MRI. All right. And then over to the Community Foundation. Yep. What's your husband do for ADM? He works in finance. He's a FP&A manager. He does a lot of forecasting for um, the corn corn part. <laughs> the corn part of he ADM. forecast for the corn, Nick. Yeah. I love that. Just put that right on the business <laughs> card. Absolutely great. Well, we're glad you came back and, and uh, staying here and making a difference in the community. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I love Decatur. It's my home. Plan to be here forever. All right, Rachel, we appreciate it. Have a great day. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.